Welcome back to Unleashed at Work and Home. Today, we're going to be talking about the worst case, best case, most likely scenario. Um, And it's a tool for managing worries and helping people make decisions to take action. So to demonstrate the tool and make it easier for people to understand what it is and how it works, Alicia Obando of Pitter Patter Parenting has graciously agreed to help me with this. Pitter Patter Parenting is a pet care education and support business in the Chicago area, and Alicia is the owner of it, and she is also a member of our Unleashed Resilience community. Thanks so much, Alicia. Thanks for joining me today. Not a problem. Glad to be here. So again, the worst case, best case, most likely tool is for managing worries and making decisions. And you have a decision that you're facing. Um, Can you give us just a little bit of background on that? Sure. So I have been working at a part-time job running a Sunday school program at a church. Um, Took it on as I started my business to kind of bring in some extra income. Now that my business is... uh, doing a lot better and keeping me very busy. I'm starting to think about uh, exiting my part-time job um, and have been in communications with my boss about that recently. And uh, we've been working on how to transition me out and a new person in, in a smooth fashion. Um, And basically the decision is that he wants me to do it at the beginning of a church uh, year Um, which would mean either this coming August or waiting another year for that August. So my decision is, do I feel ready to give it up this summer or do I feel like I need to hang on one more year? Okay. And that is a decision that can weigh on you and you go, oh, I'm not sure which way to go. So let's pick one of those options to play with. Do you want to play with that you leave this summer or do you want to play with that you stay until summer of 2021? I want to play with that I'm leaving this summer because that's where I'm leaning towards, but that scares me. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Okay. So you're, um, you're going to leave the job this summer. What is the worst thing that could happen? if you leave the job this summer? Well, the big fear is that because, you know, in my industry, business is up and down and up and down, um, that even though it's going really well now, that it starts to go down. um, And then I'm stuck, uh, you know, having already decided to leave the job, the part-time job, and not having enough income. Okay. So um, your business would go down and your income would go down. You leave the summer, your business goes down, your income goes down. And then what happens? And then I'm back to poverty, which I was hoping I had left behind, (laughs) Um, which means, uh, you know, not paying bills on time, which means being stressed all the time about money which means possibly taking on clients that are not ideal. Um, Yeah, all of that, which is just a lot of stress that Mm -hmm. I remember very well from the first couple of years that I'm hoping not to go back to. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So because you leave the job this coming summer and your business goes down and your income goes down and you're in poverty and you're totally stressed out about money and you're having trouble paying your bills, then what happens? 
then I have to borrow money (laughs) or I have to go and find another part-time job, which if I wanted a part-time job, I'd prefer to keep the one I have because I really like it. I just can't keep doing it. So I would hate to leave one part-time job to just go find another one. Um, uh, Yeah, I just would hate to do that. And I would hate to go back Back to mother to my mother and ask for a loan, which again I haven't done since the beginning of the business, and I don't want to do that again because it would be humiliating. Okay, so and again, this for people listening, this is worst case, and we're deliberately going worst case, and you think I'm torturing Alicia, and I am, <laughs> but this is uh, intentional. Um, so worst case, you leave this summer, and the money gets so tight that you are forced to take a different part-time job that you like less than your current part-time job and ugh, ask your mother for a loan. Then what happens? Worst case, the worst depression. thing that happens. <laughs> I spiral into depression. Okay. Yeah, this is getting bad. Okay. So, Because you've left the job this summer and your business went down, your income went down and you weren't able to pay your bills and you became supremely stressed and you had to get a different part-time job and ask your mother for money, you spiraled into depression and that's pretty terrible. So I think that's far enough down our rabbit hole, don't you? We've we've put you into a really (laughs) bad spot. Okay. So now let's um, go through these pieces on a scale of zero to a hundred percent, you're going to assess how likely something is. So on a scale from zero to a hundred percent, given that you you're leaving the job this summer, how likely is it that you will spiral into a deep depression? Oh gosh, five percent. Five percent. Okay. On a scale of zero to 100%, given that you're leaving the job this summer, how likely is it that you will need to get a loan from your mother? Uh, 15%. Okay. And um, how likely is it that you would need to get another part-time job? 20%. Okay. And given that you're leaving this summer, um, how likely is it that you would not be able to pay your bills and become very stressed on a scale of zero to 100? 40%. And on a scale of zero to 100, given that you're leaving this summer, how likely is it that the business would go down and that your income would drop? 60%. You, of your pet sitting business? You think it's 60% likely that, that the pet sitting and pet education business is going to go down this summer when you leave the church well, job? Well, I guess it's two different questions. My income will go down. Your income that- will go down is because I'm going to leave the part-time job. And there is an expectation that that is going to happen 
because then I'm going to have more time to continue to build up my business. Awesome. Okay. So, yeah. So there so is, let's stick I mean, with the 60. Okay. So it's 60%, maybe even higher that my income will go down. But the other part of that question was um, that my business will go down. And that I guess is more like 40 to 50%. Okay. Great. So I don't, I don't anticipate that the business will go down. Okay. Or I wouldn't be thinking about this. <laughs> right. But it's possible. <laughs> right. And now we've done the worst case, and that was painful and ugly. So now we're going to do best case. And best case for a lot of people is really hard because I'm going to ask you to think of the very best thing that could happen as a result of things. So you leave your job this summer, the part time job this summer. And the best case thing, what happens? Um, I get re-energized at moving my business forward, um, which will make me feel great. I will be able to start working on all those projects that I haven't had time to do to market my business, to increase my business in those areas that have been lacking. Awesome. Okay. I'm very excited. And then because of that, because you're re-energized and moving your business forward and doing the marketing and all of the projects that are on the back burner right now, what's the best thing that can happen as a result of that? So I will start getting a lot more of the education and support clients that I do not have enough of right now. Um, so that I am doing more than just the pet care part of my business, um, but really expanding and getting a lot more um, classes that I'm teaching, a lot more private consults, um, and really uh, delving into the support part of my business, which is the pet loss support um, that I have really done very little with so far. Awesome. Okay. So now you have left the church job and you are re-energized. You're doing all of this amazing stuff. You are getting more clients. You're doing more education and support. You're helping with pet support. You're doing, I mean, with pet loss um, support, you're doing consultation, you're doing classes and all of that is happening. And then what is the best thing that can happen as a result of all that? I not only get to pay my bills on time, but I might actually be able to save some money. I might actually be able to take a vacation for the first time in five years. <laughs> uh, I might be able to have a more balanced and fulfilled life. Okay. And just for the purposes, I would not normally do this in a coaching call or when we were using this with a client, but for the purposes of people listening... I'd like to point out your language where you said, I might actually be able to, and we are totally leaning into best case scenario. So in this best case scenario, you leave your summer job and your job this summer and you're re-energized and you wind up with all these new classes and new clients and you're doing all of the work and you're diving into the consultations and things. And now you are able to pay bills, save money, take vacations and have a more balanced and fulfilled life. It's absolutely a hundred percent happening because this is our best case scenario. Absolutely. Likely. So 
When you are doing that, you're paying your bills on time, you're saving your money, you're taking vacations, you're having a balanced and fulfilled life, then what happens? Then what happens? Well, I would love to, uh, to I don't know what the word is, to rise up in my profession. Um, so ideally, I would love to become uh, an expert in the Chicago area on the issue of um, uh, pet care and safety within families, especially those with small children, which is my focus. Um, so I would love to be the go-to person when facilities, families have concerns about kids and pets here in Chicago. I would love to be able to, um, you know, write articles about it, um, be on podcasts like Unleashed Resilience about it. <laughs> so yeah, that would be the pinnacle is to become that expert in my field. Awesome. Okay. So your best case scenario is you leave the church job this summer, you become re-energized, you put more time, energy, and passion into your business because you have more bandwidth. Because of that, you um, get more education and support clients, you have more of those in the pet care clients, you're doing more classes and consultations, you're doing more pet loss support, you're able to save money, take vacations, have a balanced and fulfilled life, which allows you to rise up in your profession and become the go-to expert for helping people manage um, pet-related concerns in their home, particularly those related to safety and children and animals. Because of all that, because you left your job this summer. Okay. Um, Now we're going to do all our percentages again. Um, But again, for the people listening part, um, did you notice that when I asked what happens as a result of... um, this last time when I said, okay, you, you're saving money, you're taking vacation, you're having a balanced and full, fulfilled life. And then what happens? There was a nice long pause and she had to think about it. Alicia had to go, huh, I have no idea. But when we were doing the, okay, now you've borrowed money and you get a part-time job, you've got the loan from mom and a part-time job. And I said, okay, and then what happens? It didn't take long to jump to a spiral into depression because our brains are wired for negativity. We immediately can come up with what could go wrong. That's a great safety mechanism in our brains. It's fabulous. But it does mean then we aren't as skilled at what could go right. And when you look here and you say, what could go right? That's awesome. So, and in this exercise, if you try it yourself, you can go even far more extreme. Um, So then I could say to her, okay, so let's do it. Let's go more extreme. Okay, Alicia, you are now the go-to recognized expert in the Chicago area on all things related to pet care and safety. You are the person. Then what happens? Then I get my own TV show and... (laughs) and podcast and I write a book and uh, yeah, all that stuff. And then all the families in Chicago will be better educated, better informed and safer in their relationships with their pets. Awesome. That's wonderful. And then 
we go from Chicago to the whole world. <laughs> we could sure. just like build it and build it Why and build not? it. So, um, so I typically like people to do five or six and then what happens for this. And with the fears we did, um, we had some layers. So we had probably, uh, really four levels, according to my lovely little scribbles that I have here. So I'm not, well, what the heck? We'll start with your TV show, podcast, books, and the, you know, everything has changed. What is on a scale of zero to 100%, given that you left your job this summer, what is the percentage likelihood that you will have a TV show, podcast, and a book? Five percent. Five percent. Okay. Given that you've left your job this summer, the part-time job, what is the likelihood that you will rise up in the profession and become an expert on pet care and safety in the area, in, in the Chicago area? I think that's very doable eventually. So I'm going to say 60 percent. 60? Yes. Okay. Just want to make sure I heard properly. Okay. And then given that you leave the job this summer, what is the likelihood that you will be able to pay your bills on time, save money, take vacations, and have a more balanced and fulfilled life? Oh, that's hard because there's a difference between what I think will happen and what I hope will happen. (laughs) Well, we're going to do most likely next. We're not done. Okay, uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to say the chances that that will happen are 50%. 50%. Awesome. Okay. And then on a scale of 0 to 100%, given that you leave your job this summer and you lean into doing your um, pitter-patter parenting programs, what how likely is it that you'll be able to get more education and support clients than pet care clients and that you'll be able to do more classes and consultations? I'm going to say that's a hundred percent. I'm going to make that happen. Yes. Awesome. Okay. And then given that you're leaving the job this summer, what is the percentage likelihood that you will feel more re-energized and have more energy to move your business forward and do the projects that you've been waiting to do? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So that was best case. Now we're going to do most likely. So this one, I want you to just come up with what you think is actually most likely to happen. So, given that you're thinking of leaving the job this summer, what do you think is the most likely thing that will happen next? Um, Most likely, when I leave the job, I am going to have a drop in income. So, there will be some stress involved. Um, But I will also be energy by the possibilities that will come from having the extra time to work on my business. Wonderful. You want me to keep going? Okay. Well, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to just make you go through the steps. So okay. 
<laughs> you've left the job and you've had the drop in income, which has increased your stress, but you're also more energized and excited by your work. Then what happens? What's the most likely thing to happen next? Most likely I will um, get some of the marketing and outreach projects done um, and I will slowly start acquiring new education and support clients. Okay. And then given that you um, are slowly acquiring new clients and you're getting your marketing and outreach done, what's the most likely thing that will happen? Uh, I will slowly start rebuilding up my income, getting more money from the business to compensate for the lack of money from the part-time job. Um, So I'll start to get back to the level that I was at before. Okay. And then? Given that you will slowly rebuild your income and get back to the level that you were at before, what do you think is the most likely thing that will happen? And then I will surpass the income that I made before. I will have more clients. I will have uh, more income. I will be able to be totally focused on my one business without being distracted by side hustles. And I will be happier. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. So that's the fourth, the fourth time I asked you, which is what we did before. So we'll go back to our percentage game. So on a scale of zero to 100, um, how likely is it do you, that you will surpass your income, get more clients, have more money, and be happier? Okay. And how likely is it that you will slowly rebuild your income and get back to the financial level that you are at currently with the part-time job? 90%. 90%. And how likely is it that you will increase your marketing and outreach and get new education and support clients? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And how likely is it that there will be a drop in income and that your stress will go up, but you will also feel more energized? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Okay. So what's the point here? (laughs) The point of all of this is, again, that our brains are wired for negativity so that when we're having to make a decision, we have a tendency to uh, catastrophize and our brains snowball. And it's very easy to imagine the depression and the loan from the mom and not so easy to imagine the thriving business where you're the go-to expert and you have the TV show, podcast, and book. Um, So those are that's a normal pattern in our brains, but it's something that we have to be aware of and be able to deal with. So this tool is a way of sort of dumping all of our mental worries, examining them, and then trying to get a more realistic 
place. But also um, by pondering best case, it helps us to broaden and be more creative in our thinking. And when you were looking at your best case scenario, and we talked about percentage likelihoods of your best case scenario, we, we did it five times. And your answers were 100%, 100%, 50%, 60%, and then 5%. Um, those are pretty high percentage rates for your absolute best case scenario. When we were talking about your worst case scenarios, um, you, you said it's a 60% likelihood that you're going to have the drop in income. You're anticipating that will happen because one is a steady paycheck and one is more reliant on, on the marketing pieces. But the other numbers were, were all um, below 50%. There's 40%, 20 15 and 5 So we put a lot of weight into our fears, legitimately so. Bad things are unpleasant and we like to avoid them. But if we turn to the page where you have your most likely, your most likelies had 100%, 100%, 90%, and 80%. And it was pretty good. So just to recap here, you think it's 100% likely that there will be a drop in income and some increased stress, but that you'll feel more energized. And you think it's 100% likely that you'll be doing more marketing and outreach and that you'll be getting new education and support clients, which is the kind of work you really are passionate about doing. You think it's 90% likely that you're going to get back to the financial level and surpass um, where you are currently and that you'll have more clients. And you think it's, oh, wait, that was 90% that you'll get back to the same level and that 80% likely that you'll surpass the level you're at now and you'll have more clients, make more money and be happier. That's a pretty good, most likely scenario. So what questions do you have for me about the tool or how it can be used or, or what is, I mean, it's totally awkward. I know that, <laughs> but what is um, helpful or confusing? Where are you on this? Well, I thought it was really helpful to do because it is hard to imagine all the great things that could happen because if you say them out loud, then what if they don't happen? Like you don't want to be super disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas it is easier to say all the bad things that could happen. Um, But it also, I think it really helps to push you in the direction of it can be good. You know, yes, there is risk. There's always risk in, in, you know, new challenges. Um, But I think it's helpful in, in, in making you focus, not just on the, oh my God, but this bad thing could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but look at all this amazing stuff that could happen. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's really nice to shift. It's a nice exercise to help me shift my thinking um, into the, the positive outcomes. Yeah. And it's a good one to do with people sometimes because it can be hard for us to shift to the positive. So a friend can more easily come up with, you know, but Alicia, then the next step would be that you'd have a TV show and a podcast and a book. And um, you might you might not uh, have come up with that on your own. And then so then the next step is that, you know, world domination. You're like, no, I wouldn't have gone there. Uh, but a friend can for you because they don't have any problem with that. So um, so that is the worst case, best case, most likely tool that is used for managing worries and helping people sort of 
try to decide what their best steps are. Like, what is your next best step? And you don't have to um, figure out those steps necessarily right away, but the key is to explore the positives and the negatives equally. And we don't tend to give equal weight to positives and negatives and to actually assess the real likelihood of any of these scenarios, best case, worst case, and most likely. And by laying out some numbers beside them and seeing, okay, you know, the bad stuff is bad, but unlikely. And the good stuff is good and somewhat likely. And the most likely stuff is pretty good and pretty likely that can help make someone feel more comfortable with whatever they're facing. So thanks so much for playing with me today on Unleashed. This was fun. Um, I know that was awkward. So I appreciate your willingness to dive in and share. Thank you. It was fun. You thought we were done, but we weren't. As soon as I stopped recording, Alicia shared a really (laughs) valid and valuable point. And I said, please let me turn the mics back on and catch this. So Alicia, you said you thought it was really valuable to do this with another person. Why? Yeah, I think that when you say something out loud to Mm -hmm. another person, it makes it more real. Yeah. Real. Um, and so being able to say out loud all these wonderful things that could happen, make it seem more possible and more doable. Um, and it's hard to say all those positive things because you don't want to seem arrogant, like, yes, I could have a mm-hmm. TV show. Um, but it feels good to say, yeah, yeah, I could do that. And it, it, it makes it real that those wonderful things could really happen. And therefore I should move forward with this challenge. Yes. And that's a really very valuable point because saying things out loud does shift things mentally for people. Writing them down helps us shift them. Um, and and sharing with someone else. So those are three different levels. Like you can say it out loud in your car. There's a valuable moment right there. No one heard it, but it was just you. There's value there. Writing it down is even more powerful and saying it out loud to another person is incredibly powerful. So that is a real value in doing this exercise with someone on both the cognitive level and and the emotional level. So thank you so much, Alicia, because you have now shared it with me and with lots of people, which increases the power (laughs) of this. You are going to totally rock the world with whatever decision you make. From uh, your lips to God's ears. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'll have to keep us posted. We can do an update later. Thank you. Sounds good. Before you go, did you know that I offer free coaching? Yep. You can get a coaching session absolutely free. Coaching is a great way to help you meet your personal goals. But the only way to know if you'll like it is to give it a try. So head on over to ColleenPilar.com to sign up for your free session. I'm really looking forward to talking to you.